Network football, I remain your regular anchor, Hamid Abdelkarim, and also call me football jurist. Yes, coming up on the show, we shall be discussing. We shall be discussing a host of issues. Girls, we shall be focusing on Chelsea Football Club. How can they get out of this terrible form of this? Don't forget that Chelsea have lost their last four games in all competitions. In fact, they are yet to win a game. In their, last, in their last five Premier League games. How can Graham Potter turn things around at Stamford Bridge? Of course, we'll also be talking about happens at Chelsea, the appointment of a new director. Yes, the signature of Christopher and Kunku who will join. Yes, the Stamford Bridge landlord next season. And of course, the signature of 19-year-old David Dantro for final for Moldy. Yes, also coming up on the show, which I'll also be discussing. Should Messi have came in? Is Messi right to continue international duties after his World Cup crown? Yes, I shall not be working alone on the show. I have with me Ibrahim Muiz Olaiton. Yes, and of course, Abdelatif Ashim. Yes, let me start with Abdelatif. Abdelatif, it's good to have you back on the show. Uh, thank you very much. It's good to be here too. Yes, uh, yes, Muiz, it's good to have you back on the show. Alaji. We'll be back after the wonderful workshop we just had. All right, guys, let's start the show. Yes, of course, let's start with Shelf Football Club, yes. Because football club will be our focal, our will be our focal point of discussion. Yes, on this episode. I mean, guys, let's talk about Chelsea. I mean, let's talk about the terrible form they are in at the moment. I mean, prior to the break, I mean, they are winless in their last four games. Just like I said in the intro. In fact, they've considered five goals and they are yet to find the back of net in their last four games in all competitions. I mean, they have to the Carabao Cup. I mean, the Premier League title is out of sight, and the six eight in the league standings, eight points adrift of fourth spot, Tottenham Hotspur. Alaji, how can Potter turn things around? Well, I, I think he started on a very good note, but at the same time, you know, when you transition, getting a new coach with a different style from the previous coach, you need to give him time to settle in. And so far, so good. I don't see him doing that badly, but at the same time, he is, he's, um, I would say he has the confidence of the new uh, management. And I think the best, for, the best thing for him would be as soon as possible, considering the fact that we just had um, a break, I think he should have had ample time to be able to select his best 11 and look at areas where he can possibly, as soon as possible, to improve the team. So with this um, uh, um, winter um, transfer formula, to be able to try as much as possible to bring in one or two or three players that can effectively, not just by not just by any kind of player, players that can help you turn around the season. 
that can give you the much needed um, um, time. Possibly you to estimate the much needed time from um, from from the management itself. So I think is in good hands, but at the same time, he needs to get his acts together and try as much as possible to salvage the rest of the um, competitions he is in for the season. I mean, I mean, Alaji, I mean, the big concern here is that, I mean, yes, they, they made the break, would have, had, would have given him the ample time to study, I mean, the team, but then uh, the concern here is that the majority of the players were out, I mean, they were not, they were not around. I mean, they were they were out there to obtain their various countries. So I mean, so and uh, in most of the games Chelsea played, I mean, during that time, the majority of players were not harassed. And here we have before the break of before the break of an high, I mean, actions have started. In fact, by Monday, action will start in the English Premier League. I mean, so what I'm saying in essence is that I mean, he hasn't he has not even yes, he has had time to study the players, but he has not had time to speak with the players. I mean, the players to get to get used to the new system. Well, don't forget that he was using these players before the World Cup. And then even if you look at the team too, I don't think, uh, aside um, Kovacic, who got to the, the semi-finals and had to also play the third round, I think most of the squad had to like, um, they've, they've, been, they've been out of the World Cup for, I think, two or three weeks. And then it depends on the amount of time the club gives them to like um to rest and all. But going back to the fact where I said that they, they are, he had this team before the World Cup. If you are really serious and not 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 being nonchalant with your job, you should have some sort of idea of what you want to do with your team. So the multi-led break should have should have had the time to discuss with his analyst and his um, his back staff. And once the team have been once the players are back. You kick in the plans and you don't have the necessary time again to start sitting down again. You should have done that even when you got started on the job. So now you need to solidify the ideas you have, identify the necessary areas you need to improve, and then you start the phase two. The phase two is getting in the much needed results to salvage you, to give you the much needed time to salvage your job. Hmm. I know you must be happy with what is happening at Stafford at the moment. <laughs> I mean, your London rival, I mean, I'm in a mess currently, and your team is on the rise. But there, let's take the apart. I mean, just, for, just from what Alagi has said, I mean, Potter, yes, as it stands, Potter has no excuse any longer. I mean, the, the break has given him enough chance to study his tactics, to study the players he has, I mean, the, the players he has, he has to eat the ground running. Yeah, Abilatif, are you with us? Okay, yes, good. Yeah, Abilatif. Wow, I can't hear. Yes, I can't hear Abilatif. Yeah, it's a new coach, and they are going to go through all these all these problems. Is is normal. Every every new coach they are going to go through uh -uh. this kind of problem, especially coaches that come in during the uh, in the middle quiet. of the season. They've been good. Keep quiet. All right, yes. Ashim? Oh, well, I think Ashim, I mean, Ashim is having issues with network. Hello? Yeah, are you with us? Hello? I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. I can hear you, I can hear you. Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, you can hear you now. You may proceed. Okay, I hear, as I was saying before, I think this is happening that they are definitely going to face a new manager in the, in the middle of the season. 
is not the problem they're having is not new, but the, the break that everybody had, everybody, every, every club had the break. And like I just said, I think it was only Kovacic and maybe the H that got to the final. At least the rest of the year left, left during the final. So I think every player that have had the much needed rest and everything. And he should have been talking to his his, his, his other backroom staff. He should have been watching most of the World Cup games that his player played in and see what's best for the club and what's best for the club. So I think they can turn this around. But as a, if, if I was a Chelsea fan, I would not be in a, yeah, I would not be in a hurry for things to turn around. Honestly, if I was a Chelsea fan, I would not be in a rush to, to sit in front and put the game. So if you just calm down, focus on their game and continue going. And uh, that, uh, good for them, the transfer window will open on, uh, uh, by January. So... They can go in and fetch some players they feel they need at the moment and get things running to the same time. So, but as a Chelsea fan, honestly, I will not be in a rush to 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 see things change immediately. It has to be calm. Hmm. I mean, I'm I mean, you said as a Chelsea fan, Chelsea fan, ask the have to be patient. I mean, but then, I mean, this form is very worrying. I mean, five games, no wins, no goals scored. I mean, and I mean, asking the fans patient. I mean. Patience has never been in the DNA of Chelsea football club. I mean, Potter even knows this, that should this continue, it's only a matter of time before he also gets the sack. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's true. As, 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 as Chelsea fans say, they need to get time. But like we said, the not league has not started back yet. Not so the league has not started back yet. Eh? Uh, yeah, we continue. You may proceed. Okay, the league has not started back yet, so you just have to wait and see what they will do when the league starts again. Then, if the form continues after the league start, if the bad form continues after the league starts, then maybe it's time to pursue. No, not like pursue, I was time to panic. Then, then it's time to panic. So, but let's just wait and see what will happen after the after the league starts back. And this year, the Champions League to play, even the FA Cup is there. So, let's just wait for them and see what will happen. When the, when the full season start back. Yes, let me go back to Alagi. I mean, take a look at the fact that, I mean, the majority of these players were not signed by Graham Potter. These were the players he made from Graham. Oh. And you could see that before the break, he, I mean, he, he did, he made of, um, lot of, I mean, he had a lot of test and error. I mean, where we had to show all players into the wrong positions. I mean, I don't you think these guys should be giving enough patience, even to be giving the all of these things to study the squad. And of course, I mean, Chelsea can also can restart once again when the thing starts next season. But you need to understand that getting a manager at the end of the season and getting a manager in the middle of the season, there are quite the different dynamics to it. At the end of the season, you, you have the entire square squad list. You know the kind of backroom staff you are bringing. You have ample time to identify, analyze, and do a lot of discussions with the management. But if you are coming during the season and with the kind of um, way the takeover from Abramovich and the way that they try as much as possible to, and the way that they try as much as possible to um, keep um, a solid fit through the transition at all. So I that ample time should be given to him, but at the same time, knowing the status of the club and the kind of investments um, the new management has done into the team, is I think this is time will be given, but at the same time, 
they would expect that he should start producing the results needed as soon as possible too. So he doesn't have the excuse of the players are not the kind of players he wants. He has to improvise. That's one of the one of the attributes of good managers. And then we sign, you'll be able to transition and bring in the kind of players you need. But then before you can bring in a solid case to the management, you need to show them results. The results will get you the money and the backings you need from the boardroom. But if you can't give them the results with these kind of players, they won't be they won't be eager to finance you or even back you up. Yeah, I mean I mean Alaji, I mean what would be the realistic target for this year of the side from Grand Potter? I mean, what should be um Kodboli, what should be uh, what should be the target that Kodboli should give Grand Potter? I mean the realistic target. Well, I, I think the realistically, I think we should we should give him top seven. Top okay. seven is I think that's realistic. That's they are top seven in the league. Top but, seven. But like Chelsea, they should be finishing the league. I mean, they should be finishing in the top four. I mean, they still have one of the best squad in the I mean in the league. Yeah, I know they have one of the best ones, but you can't compare the um to to Kel's taxes with that of Potter. You can't compare it to though they try they try as much as possible to play attacking style of football, but they got uh, um what's this guy's name? Sukel was more defensive and didn't try as much as possible to take a lot of risk. But we see the way Potter was playing with the um Brighton team. At the beginning of the season, it was more like an energetic team who were, try, who were very direct and also knew what they wanted to do. I press, get the ball back into the feet of the necessary players, and the lot of diagonal passes and long passes through. And then the, up, the, the players up front will add some sort of connection. And we saw that with Trussard and um, what was this other guy, the this other guy they had up front too. They try as much as possible to play. So you can't just expect that. Though they have Chelsea has a very good team, but at the same time, it does have to be realistic. The transition is there too. So, but if he's able to get his um, acts together and then get his messages across to the players as soon as possible, they allow them to score goals. He's not doing bad defensively, but offensively, he needs to come up with some sort of magical um, stuff to allow them to score goals. So, if he's able to bring that, then definitely, he, he, he don't, and don't forget that I said top seven. He could end up being the first, he could end up being the second, mm. but anything below seventh should not be accepted. Mm. I mean, but yeah, actually, I mean, mm. like, let me let me just add something. Let me just, yeah. let me just add something. Um, honestly, top seven is not is not is not okay for a team like Chelsea. Oh, it's what they have, the kind of players they have. Honestly, I was even thinking maybe a um, boss come to worst, a top five finish, and you should at least maybe even win the FA Cup. So Ashim, should Chelsea finish seventh? I mean, should Chelsea finish below fifth? Only yes, in your own opinion, Grand Potter should be sacked. No, 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 no. If Chelsea finish below fifth, it should, it should not be sacked. Honestly, it's not be sacked. But I think is 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 bad. Then finishing below below fifth is bad. Very really bad. So our top, the top seven is, is not is not in Chelsea. That that's not what Chelsea, uh, Chelsea manager um, Chelsea owner we want. Honestly, oh. they have they have. They have top top class players in their team and top seven is just bad. Top seven is just bad. What the top class players they have? We can we can talk about from the balance. We can talk over uh, Kulibali and Thiago Silva. They have Sterling. They have Avat. Hmm. I have asked so, That's why I said that defensively they are not that struggling, except the silly silly mistakes and all. But offensively they don't have that connection up front. But, but the last- to get it. I mean, don't you, don't what, you think- what, what are you trying to 
Don't you think that is where? You see, one thing is, the one thing is this: attack will win you games, but defense will win you the league. He has that defense, but then looking at the way the Premier League is, is in, in a team in a in a league like La Liga now, you can defend, score one goal, one zero, maybe you score the play today you win, maybe next week you draw. At the end of the day, you might still end up with the fourth, uh, fourth, um, fourth on the league, or probably even third. But in a, in a league like Premier League, you need to score goals because the goal difference would eventually help you in the long run. Hmm. But if he's not able to bring in that um, tactical approach to his um, front lines, then I'm afraid to defend, 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 defend. What if he keeps scoring? You are able to keep defending without scoring. But but we know that the league, the league is still young. I think we have already played just 14 games. We still have, we still have over 20 something games to play in the league. Yeah. So know. honestly, I feel I feel I feel you should have you should have. All his idea and everything like is uh, uh, put this in the players and things should work out in the long run. For a team like Chelsea, this is no, this is no maybe Brighton or or Kitapara that we fighting for relegation or top ten. Okay, we are talking about Chelsea Football Club. So I feel I feel I mean talking about. What what exactly are you expecting? You are not expecting him to come and win the league for you in the first season. Of course, Okay, guys. I mean, let's talk about his offensive trade. And it's one of the biggest problems Potter has to resolve. I mean, you can only give what you have. Look at Chelsea's attack. I mean, yeah, I guess, okay, maybe from Sterling, there's actually a player that you can boost your chairs. I mean, and you can see, I mean, there's, a, there's hardly a player that you can vow for that we guarantee you 15 goals, 20 goals in a season. And I mean, that, and, and that is not, I mean, that is not Potter's problem. I mean, that, that is not Potter's fault, or rather. And that, that is not his fault, but at the same time, he needs to work with what he has. He needs to work, he doesn't, he doesn't have, if, if, he, if he actually fails within his, But if that if you but if that you felt that yes I can I, I, I can do it then and then with the support of the of the club don't forget that support from the boardroom is very much in clubs like Chelsea Manchester United Man City you don't have the support of the boardroom you you are just going to be running around and doing things that will not be appreciated but but let us give him the benefit of the doubt like Ashim said. His tickets is not bad, but at the same time, me, I'm just trying to be realistic. I'll give him seven. Anything below seven, he should be out. Okay, guys, let's move to Jimmy. Let's move. Yes. I mean, still took, I mean, still appointed a new sports director in the person of Christopher Vivel. I mean, he's the first technical director they will be having since Michael Emanuel left in 2017. I mean, Christopher Vivian is coming from RSMBOS Sport Leipzig, which is popularly called RB Leipzig. I mean, he got sacked in September due to the links with Chelsea Football Club. And now, I mean, fortunately for him, he has now gotten job. He has been hiring. He is now Chelsea's technical director. I mean, in recent transfer windows, you've seen Chelsea misfiring in all I mean, you can hardly mention five players that have been success. 
Argumentation 5 players that Chelsea have signed in the last two, three transfer windows and have ended up being success. I mean, with the appointment of a new technical director, I mean, this is the first step in writing the wrong Chelsea have made in the transfer window in recent sittings, I believe. Well, yeah, they, most definitely. If you look at most of the top top club we have now, especially in England, every club has a technical director. For for the one my for my club Arsenal now, um, Edu Edu Gaspar. I think apart from the fact that Ateta is doing the work on the pitch, that's why one of the one of the most important pieces in Arsenal transformation in 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 recent in recent years now. You know, so a technical director is very important to the club, especially in transfers. You sit down, talk to the talk to the managers. What kind of player do you want? What kind of style of play you want to play? And how you kind of player will fit in your style of play and stuff like that. So I think this is this for Chelsea, this is the right step. Even though I don't personally need one. But having a technical director is very, very, very important. Very, very important. And technical director would definitely have to work with the manager. In terms of, you, 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 cannot, you cannot just go and buy just for buying things. And you'll be working again and Potter. Mm-hmm. seems to be a man that just wants to be the central point of attraction. I, I think I think that would be that would be what I'm saying they 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 will make because when the owner is involved in the club activities, it's not bad. It's not actually it's not actually bad. But someone like Todd Bolly now is not someone that actually knows football. He's, he's from America, so I don't think he knows he has too much football knowledge. To get himself involved in footballing activities in the club, in terms of buying and selling of players, so, so I, I don't think I don't think the man, the owner of the club, that is uh, body should be involved in buying and selling of players. He should leave it to the player, the people he has appointed to uh, to take to take that job, the, the technical director and the manager. But so I don't think Bolly should be the money. No, no, you can finish your no, finish your train of thoughts because I just wanted to say that if he's going to be involved in dropping the um, signing the yeah. checks and all, but I think his input should be should be needed. De- definitely, it's going to be needed. Uh, needed, uh, needed uh, yeah, uh, because it's uh, not the club. Any money, money, money going to the club, we we actually confirm on the the for approval of the owner of the club. But don't, but, don't forget that football is not the sole owner of this football club. Yes, he has the majority shares. Okay, well, he's, he's not the sole owner of the of the, of the club. Even if he was the sole owner of the football club, I mean, he's a guy that has little or no experience with footballing activities, and that is why he is hiring someone with the expertise. I mean, someone in the technical director. He must have vented his CV, and he must have been sure that this guy has all it takes to, I mean, to get Chelsea football club to mm-hmm. where they should be. I mean, where they should be. And so, therefore, yeah. he should take the backstage. I mean, he should take a rest. And allow this guy, the expert, I mean the expert, to do what they know, what they betrayed to do. And, uh, and again, and again, I think even even to say that managers, yes. managers and, and technical, technical director, if, if I thought a player is even worth a hundred million pounds now, even the even the player is worth hundred million pounds, you definitely you definitely definitely have to have and uh, another option. That player is not going through. So if if it's, no, if it's no. about money. If it's about money, if it's about money, you have to have at least. If your main option is is a player worth 100 million, you have to have at least two options as backup. If at all, that didn't work, 
So I don't think Bode has to be involved in, in, in footballing activities in the club. I think that would be the mistake they will, they will make. I feel it is agreeable to say that he should not have opinions or he doesn't know anything about football. Lessons, I, I see him as someone who is going to take more of a management role than football. And I commend the um, appointment of the new technical director. Obviously, he needs to put his own stamp on the team and try as much as possible to bring people who share the same vision and ideas with him. But at the same time, I feel someone who has successfully managed sporting activities in the US and to a point where profits were made and then um, visible signings were done and visible achievements were also achieved too. I, I think we should give him some credit. If he doesn't feel that um, he can be successful in football, I don't think he would have invested because I, I'm very sure that this was not the first time was he had attempted to buy a football club in um, the United Kingdom. So obviously he has a lot of things to learn, but at the same time, I still see him as someone who has some sort of knowledge and the vast majority of the knowledge comes from the fact that he has managed, he has been in similar ways of management in the past. So I think we should, we should give him the benefit of that. Mm-hmm. But, but I feel, I feel management has levels. Manage, yeah, management has levels. Managing in, uh, in the American sport is different from uh, sports in uh, uh, um in the UK. We are talking about about a Chelsea football club. We are talking about Chelsea football club. It's going to be hard. So I think if you just calm down, sit back, and maybe even go and learn and learn more need to about learn. football. What does he What does he need to learn? <laughs> What's in one learn? You, you need to learn. Like, uh, uh, be good. like I like. <laughs> that I was, the director. Um, the, the, the management of is different from from a American football company. As I mean, like um Chelsea is different from I don't know there's uh, let me say basketball self or this Celtic. Maybe you run a football club, different from you run a basketball club. So honestly, there are there are things for him to learn that are different right. to learn. All right, guys, let's move. Well, he, 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 in Chelsea's team, I mean, of course, we're talking of no other person other than Christopher Nkunku. I mean, Chelsea have been dealing with Christopher Nkunku since the summer transfer window. I mean, and now there is the Pusa here, Alhaji. I mean, he's a guy Chelsea have been dealing with since, I mean, since um, Tobasukel uh, was in charge of Chelsea Football Club. And now here we had, there's a new man in charge, and Chelsea still went ahead with that deal. To get Christopher Nkunku, we shouldn't forget how Chelsea, just like I said, I mean, we shouldn't forget how Chelsea have failed woefully in transfer window so far, especially when including Ataka. I mean, Kayavra is a very good example of that. I mean, so, do, I mean, does Christopher Nkunku sign his send another wrong signal? Well, well the first thing I would want to be sure is this Nkunku guy, was he not their player before? Yeah, I didn't get that. 
was it not like did he not come from the Chelsea Academy? Was it not that no no he's Christopher Okuku? Was he not a Chelsea player before he left on it? Not at all. Well, I thought he was part of the players they were loading out there. You know, Chelsea they had this culture of I don't know if it is a good thing or a bad thing, but they they were very yeah. uh they were always very eager to loan out their players. And at the same time, you will not recognize the talent until it is very good. But then the fact that Okuku has been signed by the new management shows that there was some sort of transition of ideas from the previous management into the new management. And then if you look at the trajectory the guy has been on, seems to be someone who, who like won't be a bad investment unless he suffers some sort of loss in form or confidence or at worst some sort of um, career-threatening um, injury. So I think it's a very good signing. I think it's a very good signing. And he's someone who can adapt to the, the physicality aspect of football and the Premier League and also the tactical approach. So I, I think he's doing very, very good. But the only thing I'm surprised that I don't, I don't know why they didn't get him this deadline and why they have to like, wait for the summer. Because obviously, if you have someone like that, you can inject him into your um, attack force and integrate him as soon as possible. I think that's how a player that can also help you make a difference in the league. Mm. I mean, Ashim, I mean, we've seen, I mean, Christopher Nkoku, of course, do very well for RB Leipzig, and that's why he has been signed by Chelsea Football Club. This guy plays very well. He plays better as a second striker. In fact, that is his main position. I mean, does that also influence the decision of Chelsea Football Club to sign, I mean, David Dato for Fana from, uh, yes, from uh, Moldy in, in Norway? Uh, um, honestly, I would, I'm just saying that he plays as a second striker when he as this. You can't hear you. Honestly, the guy is very good in that place. And yeah, I'm with you. I can't. I'm with you. I'm with you. Can you hear me? Yes, in a minute. In a minute. In a minute. your point, please. I can. I can hear you. I can hear you. Okay, actually, in a minute, just have your point. Okay, okay. Uh, um, uh, for 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 the new manager to come in and say, okay, you also want to like like last manager said it. So uh, the the new manager actually speaks something in him. Definitely, is a very very good player and he's someone that will definitely make an impact in the team. Like I said, if he's not suffering in any way in any way possible, then it will be a very good signing for them. Mm-hmm. Email, maybe email other signings too. Yes, of course. Only you cannot do it. So, yeah, they signed so it. Let us, yeah, let us just see. But, uh, well, I think a black a black guy, right? The yeah, striker yeah. for Moody that you're talking about. He's from Ivory Coast. He's from here. He's mm-hmm. an Ivory so, David Datro, um, David mm-hmm. Datro, Fana by Nin, 24 goals, 10 assists in 65 games for Moody. Wow, wow, wow. Well, well, that that this people, yeah, very, very, very uh, and I, I think I think the guy is not twenty one years old. I think he's not twenty one. He has been tagged as the next, as the next, the next Holland, the next Enigma Holland. I think that is that is the far reaching. I don't think he still still the best or ever. Beating uh, Alan Asuofa, we are already projecting someone else. Please, uh, beg, uh, beg. And 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 uh, we, we we all know Chelsea for just going to market to sign players based on name and stuff like that. They are bringing a lot of players and they have 
no particular system they are working with. But with the, the new manager, the, 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 the new manager has a particular system. All right, guys. The new manager has a particular system. So that is going to be. I think the signings are going to work out for him. Guys, let's move away from Chelsea football club quickly. We have three minutes left. Let us see what's going to happen. Yes, let's talk about Lionel Messi. I mean, I'll you quickly, please, in less than 45 seconds. Mimi, is Messi right to continue international duties after World Cup Triumph? I mean, what else? He has won everything they used to be won, broken all records. Why just bow out when the vision is still the loudest? I think during, I think during one of the interviews at the World Cup, he said this is certainly his um, last World Cup. But at the same time, I, I think the, I think leaving the national team now would demoralize the players. There's a proper way for you to you send armies to the war front. There's a way you debrief them. So obviously, I know going to leave the national team at some point, and obviously, he's not going to play the next World Cup. But then. I don't. I don't think it should be just like that. There's a, there's a, there should be a proper way of transitioning out of the um, national team that will still give confidence to the team and not demoralize them. So I, I, I'm looking forward to that. I like it. When will it, when will it be the proper time? When the most appropriate time for just uh, for Messi to say, "Okay, I'm done." They just want the World Cup. Let them enjoy this victory. Let them enjoy. It's not, it's not until they have Nations League or Euro to play. Right. Mostly, have to play. Maybe next year. Next, next year. year is fine. All right. Yes, next year is fine. All right, guys, let's move. Yes, our last topic of the show. I mean, let's talk about, I mean, Emiliano Martinez. Yes, I mean, we saw what Emiliano Martinez did in the World Cup celebration where he was mocking, I mean, Kylian Mbappe. I mean, I mean, we saw that, I mean, Ashin. I mean, you must have seen that picture. I mean, I mean, that was very disrespectful. I mean, do you think? I mean, he blew. I mean, it up out of proportion. I mean, the way he mocked. I mean, Kylian Mbappe. And do you think uh, Lionel Messi should have said, "Hey, stop that! This is the Prince of Paris." What a we won the game. Five to zero. Um, I, what what was very very wrong. Uh, I think everybody knows Messi to be. I think a arrogant person recently since he left Arsenal. So what he did was very, very wrong on his side, very bad. But on Messi's stopping him, I I don't think even Messi even saw him. I, I saw a picture when he was next to Messi. But I think everybody was celebrating and everybody was enjoying themselves. So I don't think Messi actually noticed him. And if I thought Messi noticed him and didn't stop it then, I think that, that is bad too. For, for Messi not stopping him, I think that is bad too. Okay. That, should, that should have been stopped. That is very bad. For what is a game of respect... And that's that's beyond that's beyond disrespect, Okay, beyond disrespect. So, if I told, hmm? yeah, objective. We change your opinion. Hello. I told you that. I mean, few months. I mean, before the World Cup, you know, Mbappe said this about South American football and Argentina. I, I mean, he, he said, oh, what, 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 oh, oh, unfortunately, I can't get the code at the moment. Yeah, I mean, he made a statement about. I mean, I mean, yeah, I know the student that if American football. Sorry, listen. I just haven't played games of great quality to reach the World Cup in South America. Football isn't as advanced as Europe. That is why, if you look at the last World Cup, it's always the Europeans that win. Mm-hmm. Don't you think that is mm-hmm. I mean, um, bad rubbish? 
to me, to me, it's not rubbish. It's, it's normal opinion. Like the way we are all dropping our opinion on this podcast now. It's opinion. You, you feel. Can you feel it? Can you feel it?